Hello, and welcome to the AEC podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Sam Kingma. For hundreds of years, banks were one of the only ways to achieve the funding necessary to start your own business. And with roughly 10% of the United States population being entrepreneurs in 2018, most small business owners have had to work out some kind of lending agreement with the local bank. But with the rise of the internet, companies have been popping up as alternative options to help fund businesses and projects that a bank might not. Joining us to discuss alternative lending is Eden Amarov, CEO of Lending Express, to discuss how his company helps match small business owners with potential lenders, and also to discuss the future of the alternative lending industry. How you doing, Eden? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So I wanted to start this interview asking, what is Lending Express and what do you do there? Uh, okay, so Lending Express is uh, uh, our company. It's a platform meant to help small businesses to improve their funding odds, their fundability. Our goal is to really improve, you know, the chances of, of small businesses in the U.S. To, to receive funding, which is something which is pretty much complicated today. And what makes you different from, say, uh, a bank? So, first of all, banks are more like a, a traditional, you know, there's the traditional lending world where uh, businesses used to uh, have access to funding only through traditional uh, lenders like banks and credit cards. But about 10 years ago started a, a new a new ecosystem of alternative lending where companies like OnDeck and Lending Club and later on also Cabbage and Bluevine and Funbox and many others, they created this new type of lending to businesses where uh, business can go online, you know, sign up, share some basic information and get a quick answer if he can get funded or not. So that started about 10 years ago and they were supposed to solve you know, the problem of, of so many small businesses uh, uh, left without access to funding. But in reality, they only added uh, a small percentage of businesses uh, that can get funded. And, and that's where Lending Express went in. We, we're not a lender. We don't lend directly money. We are matching between the small businesses with the lenders that fits them the most uh, using our algorithms and AI. So you aren't the sole lender to these businesses. You are mostly teaming up with other services that you mentioned prior to help these small businesses get the money that they need to get off the ground. Right. So all the lenders I mentioned, these are all of our partners. We have today more than 40 different partners that uh, we, we help them get access to those small businesses. So the process looks like uh, a business would see, you know, an advertisement on Facebook or on Google. He would sign up to Lending Express for us to help him uh, receive access to funding. Uh, we would then analyze his history uh, of bank transactions and his uh, information, whatever he chooses to share with us. And based on that information, our match score algorithm knows who from the 40 different uh, alternative lenders we work with is the best one to really provide him access to funding. Okay, so do you believe that because you are not actually directly lending money to uh, startup businesses and instead are working with these other companies that do that, do you feel that that puts your company, Lending Express, into a safe position? We think so. We think so because um, we, the way we see it, uh, like for many years, there were more and more companies uh, uh, starting up uh, as lenders saying that they will have you know, the, the next best, uh, best risk model. And it got to a point, from our point of view, that today you have so many options of lending and that is not really the issue anymore because you have 
uh, a lot of different types of lenders. Then you have a huge demand of businesses looking for funding that they can't get it from the uh, from the banks, and they just don't know how to meet each other. I mean, business A is going to lender C, and he's it's not what the, that lender is looking for. And there's like a lot of mess in the market, and we are really trying to organize all of that. Talk to me about your lending score technology. I think you brought it up a little earlier, but can you go into detail just about what that is and how it helps your business? Yeah, sure. That's actually that's what's most uh, excited we think today about Lending Express. When we started, we were solely focused on the matching, matching each business with the right lender. But quickly, we we figured out that even though we we managed to significantly improve the approval rate of of businesses and lenders. Still, the the big majority of businesses signing up with Lending Express didn't get funded. You know, they just nobody was willing to give them uh, money. So we we looked back and we analyzed all the data. And from the position of knowing what the lenders are looking for, we managed to to pull out uh, a few main uh, parameters, where, which we call funding factors which were like the, the, the main uh, factors that the lenders are looking for when they determine if a business is qualified for a loan or not. And these four uh, factors are business age, how old is the business, monthly revenue, um, credit score of the, of the, per, of the business owner, uh, and the bank status, which is a combination of a lot of different data sets on his bank account, such as average bank balance, late payments and, and more parameters. So we took all these four funding factors and we combined them into a one simple uh, lending score. And the idea is, and this is like what the company is super focused on for the last few months and probably for the next few years, is that we believe that for the very first time we, we want to really explain those businesses why they didn't get funding. So they get a dashboard that gives them the score, explain them those four funding factors, and give them a lot of knowledge and tools of how can they improve those four funding factors so in the future they will be able to get their business loan. And for the record, could you just give some examples of alternative lending as opposed to just getting uh, lending from a standard bank and sort of the differences that come with that? So I guess like every lender that is not a bank is considered today to be an alternative lender. Uh, I guess we see like two main types of these lenders. One is more uh, offline where you you start the process online, but then eventually you move on to speaking with, you know, sales representative and you need to complete the process offline. These one are uh, doing a good job, but not as the other type, which are completely pure online companies uh, such as Cabbage, Bluevine and Funbox. So with these companies and, and the beauty of how it works also with Lending Express is that you can really complete the full process online. So you start by signing with Lending Express. We analyze everything. We see that there's a good match, let's say with Cabbage. We assign uh, that specific business to Cabbage. So he gets redirected automatically to Cabbage where they already have all the information uh, that we shared with them. And then all he needs to do is just to complete the process on their side. And assuming that he, you know, it was a good match and he got approved for the funding, he can get the money in his account in a few hours. Do you think that because it's an all online experience and because the power of the internet lets these things go by so quickly, like as you said, it only takes a couple hours to get 
the money that he needs or she needs. Do you think that that's why the online lending alternative lending methods have been so successful? Yes, absolutely. And and I also think that another great thing about the way this industry works is that it puts aside, you know, all racial stuff or unfair parameters because it, it, the, the, these lenders and also us, we're only looking about simple data, uh, financial data about the businesses. We don't necessarily know in person who's signing up. So we have to treat everybody equal. And I think this is like, you know, as opposed to the old world where you would actually go to the bank and meet someone and maybe he didn't like you. At this point, it's like very, very uh, formal and, and technical. So like it's only based on your real data and, 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 uh, and status of your business and not anything else. What's the biggest challenge in working in the lending industry right now? I think uh, for most of the industry, the most challenging part is how do you get to the, the small businesses and even more, how do you get to the small businesses that are highly uh, uh, qualified to get a loan? We discussed that before that only a few of them, like only a small percentage are actually meeting the minimum criteria of alternative lenders. So like one of their biggest challenges is that they advertise, you know, very generally saying, hey, we can help your business get funded. But eventually they're being able to help only a very small part, meaning their acquisition costs are very, very high. Now, we believe with Lending Express that we're trying to like uh, go around this by not only having a business that helps those highly quality businesses, but also having a solution that is supported by a good business model also for the rest of the businesses, the 98% that maybe today they can't get funded, but we believe that a lot of them are actually fundable if they only do a few steps that we're trying to guide them through. All right, Eden, I got one more question for you. And it's what do you see on the horizon for the alternative lending industry? I think one of the most interesting things that are happening now is that we see very big players, uh, technology players like Amazon, Square, eBay. They're all companies that started in the last two, three years to, uh, they entered the, the alternative lending industry. They started to lend money to their merchants and user base because they know them very well. So these like, you know, giants are starting to get into it. They're starting to understand a risk assessment. How do you decide who can get money and will return it and, and so on. And at this point, these companies are still not really involved in the ecosystem of like a, outside of their home ground. But soon enough, once they, you know, they figure it out, we are sure they they will want like more market share from more businesses, not only based on their client base. And at that point, it will be very natural that you know companies like us that are like a, a, an ecosystem or a gateway to, to all small businesses, uh, for us, it's very exciting. And I think for the whole industry. Thank you for coming on, Eden. And thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe for previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Sam Kingma, and you have a fantastic rest of your day.